You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott, Miles, and Anna. Your table is ready. It's long and This is the capital. We have a little problem with our infancy peaks, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. All right, well, welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. This is Sci-Fi Diner Conversations, episode 97. We're getting close to 100. Getting us close to 100 in our main show, too, while we're at it. Um, but uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening, this is Miles Pueblo. Hi, this is MCRO Garcia. And we're here tonight to be talking about all sorts of conversations that are going on in the world of sci-fi. Things that you're writing about, things that we're watching, uh, that we've seen. And um, again, if you are just tuning in the show and you haven't seen what we're talking about, just be prepared to be spoiled. All right. So spoilers are if you get your panties on the twist with spoilers, you may want to tune out. But my favorite term is if you haven't watched these and you have a problem with spoilers, T S. Yeah. Pause and go watch them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then come right back and listen. It's, we're gonna be really interesting. Oh yeah, we have some good conversations that happen regarding this. I did want to start out with a little bit of an apology for those listeners that tune in. Some people are subscribe directly to our lips and feed so we have a if you subscribe to like itunes or off our website you're fine but if you subscribe to our lips and feed every once in a while i've been uploading this backlog catalog of podcasts that didn't make it when i switched between podbean to Lipson. and so if you are you're if you're among the 20 or 25 people that are subscribed to that every once in a while i get nailed with like five or six old shows that are not necessarily in the current repertoire of shows. So just out there. All right. Just wanted to put that out there. So, <laughs> but anyways, uh, what, um, what are you guys, uh, watching what's going on in your sci-fi world? And let's start with you. My sci-fi world. Well, I'm getting jazzed up for lost girl. I'm really excited to see that coming back. Um, really loving almost human. The, the, relationship between detective Kennex and the Dorian. Those guys are hilarious. They crack me up. I know some people consider it kind of fluffy, but I really enjoy it. Um, I'm getting, I'm still working my way through game of Thrones books. It's like reading stereo instructions sometimes. (laughs) Um, It is. And I'm looking forward to, I think I just got an email that they're going to do some screenings of RoboCop in the next couple of weeks here in DC um, that's District of Columbia, not DC Comics. <laughs> I there, that would be awesome. Um, that I'm keeping my eye out because I am jumping on that like a champ. And then, um, oh yeah, in 19 days, I'm going on a cruise with Will Wheaton. Uh, your personal friend. My close personal friend, Will Wheaton. Yeah. <laughs> not my close person. Every time I see him, I just kind of go, <laughs> you're Will Wheaton. And then I walk away because I know I'm making a joke. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Miles, how about you? What's going on in your sci-fi world? Watch a lot of current shows that we're enjoying. Um, 
love with M. We're still enjoying Almost Human. Uh, my wife and I enjoy that. Uh, watch Big Bang Theory. Uh, of course, Arrow. And uh, watching a lot of Doctor Who. I'm into season four right now, so I'm still with the David Tennant Doctor. But Christmas, they had a bunch of Doctor Who on the BBC, so I had recorded um, the farewell special for um, Matt Smith. So good. Time of the Doctor and Day of the Doctor. I watched, I think Day of the Doctor was one, the two hour one mm -hmm. with uh, John Hurt. So I watched that. That was, that was awesome. That was just fantastic. Yeah. I just, that was awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad we're turning Miles into a Whovian. <laughs> but awesome, awesome. You know, uh, John is true happy because uh, John Drew chastised me for not being a Whovian. Uh, <laughs> okay, now we nerds get enough crap from everybody else in the world. We can't be picking on each other. I know, I know. Well, we can be, but it's all There's many flavors and sizes and, and types of nerds out there, and we should totes embrace the differences and get to know the other differences. I know. Unless I know. you like Farscape. And then right. I don't want to talk to you. But in John S. Drew's defense, I was missing out and I'm, you, I'm yes, really liking it. Oh, yeah. good. So I'm so nice. glad. Yeah. And Tenet so. is delicious. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, not he's just good. He's, exactly. a, he's, you know, good to look at, but he's so <laughs> smart about it. He's really, yeah. really smart. The companions are incredibly smart. Um, if you're in season four, that puts you at Donna. Yes. So oh, yeah. those by far my favorite season. Mm. By far. Yeah. Well, what I'm watching in my sci-fi world is I'm watching, I'm caught up in Arrow. I'm caught up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm behind on not um, almost human. I keep wanting to say being human. These shows have too many close titles. I, I'm not even watching being human, but almost human. I'm behind on. Uh, and I think that is about it as far as current TV that I'm watching. I am. Um, I do have in the queued up Sherlock to watch with my wife. It's not really sci-fi, but I put it in there anyways. Um, and then I'm also watched a few more late season six deep space nine episodes because I never finished my trek through deep space nine. And, um, and, uh, so just finished the episode where Cisco and Garrett kind of team up to get the Romulans into the dominion world war, but they do so deceptively. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that's a, Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was a, right. Yeah. That's one of the best episodes of Star Trek. If not, TV yeah, that's sort of Yeah, because he's totally breaking the fourth wall, and but it's just it's really classic TV. That was good, and I did watch this. I don't know if you consider this sci-fi or not, but this I watched Man of Tai Chi. Um, it's not sci-fi, but it's kind of the whole karate genre or the martial arts genres out there. Yeah, and I watched it because you know you put you put Keanu Reeves in a martial arts movie and it brings me back to the matrix days right and i'm not saying he's a fabulous actor or whatnot but this story was less about him and more about the guy that was the man of tai chi and more about his journey and how Keanu Reeves evil character tries to totally corrupt him um premises a story and this won't spoil it for you but he Keanu Reeves is trying to take this guy that's innocent innocent and totally corrupt him and um, and they're doing this in TV as kind of a sensational thing. Look what we can do to this perfect man and corrupt him. Um, it's really not bad. It's not going to win any Oscars, but I enjoyed it. And it's it's on Netflix streaming, and 
So if you want to, it was well worth, like I washed it, stopped, and I had to go back and finish it. So it, it was it was that good at least for me. But hmm. I but, saw that Netflix was pimping it a lot. You said Keanu Reeves, and immediately I turned off. But yeah, after your description, I might give I, it a chance. I think yeah, I think I think like for me, the the Matrix for me was such a defining music uh, mo- movie. It it changed the way I saw things. And I know it wasn't Keanu Reeves necessarily, but the Wachowski brothers and their whole the whole cast and everything just did that for me. And so anytime he appears in something, I almost want to give it a chance. I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying that's kind of my. I, I saw it come out on Facebook when they when initially it came out, and then when it was available on Netflix, I said I have to see this. So, but I think that's what I've been. That's kind of what I've been watching. I don't think there's anything else. I've been reading. Cool. I've been reading, I'm, I think I just finished the book five of Wheel of Time series. Uh, when I say just finished, it was like weeks ago. And then I um, am up to Dune House of Atreides, which is like the fourth Dune book chronologically, if you don't take the sisterhood Dune in, in there. And so I'm, I'm there. I'm obviously reading that for the Dune Saga podcast, but I'm really enjoying those books. A lot of political intrigue. And this one has a different flavor than the first three books I read. So... Anyway, so that's uh, what's going on in my sci-fi world. So. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, let's. Uh, and we're going to Farpoint. So if you're coming to Farpoint, please uh, look us up. We'll be there all three days, or at least we'll have representation Yay. all three days. We'll say that. So, well, let's move into our first piece of listener feedback. And uh, you guys are great at sending us emails, voicemails. You can voicemails at one eight 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 five zero eight four three four three. No voicemails tonight, but we have a lot of good emails. And I wanted to uh, read this first one. This is from John Stone. And some of you may be in the same boat he was. And this isn't necessarily a commentary on what's going on in the world of sci-fi, but it is what's going on in the world of sci-fi diner. Um, And he wrote this. Hi, I came across your sci-fi diner podcast. I'm impressed with the amount of interesting people and subjects you're talking about there. There are some episodes of your show that don't seem to be available online, however. So I was emailing you to see if the following old shows... Uh, in MP3 format, we're still available, and if so, could you email them to me? And um, and uh, he so he lists a bunch of shows I didn't include here. And he said, any help you you could provide would be most appreciated. Also, since I haven't gone through the complete set site yet, these shows might not be the only ones I need. So I might need to contact you again about them. I was wondering if it'd be easier for you to upload them all, all the episodes from one to about 148A in one large zip file and upload it to the website, <laughs> site like a mega upload just to simplify things. You know, you might want to consider uploading your radio show to Archive Ord's audio comments area so the old shows will be archived permanently so you wouldn't need to worry about keeping them online anymore. Just an idea. In case... In any case, thanks for your help. Sincerely, John Stone. Um, John, you are absolutely right in everything that you said. And I, I'm aware that there are episodes, again, that didn't make that transference when we switched from Podbean over. I'm working on getting some of those episodes up in the Lipson feed. Um, I realized I could bulk upload them as well, like you said, in a zip file. Um, I just haven't taken the time to do so. So... These are great ideas, and I do plan on doing that sometime. And I, when I do that, I will let you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I know there's a. Anytime it's 
In the meantime, John, it's great to have you as a listener. Yeah, it is. It's great to have you as a listener. And um, I will try to get those episodes to you uh, when I, I know when I have them all on my computer. It's a matter for me, you know, bulk zipping them wouldn't take a long time to do. So it would be actually really cool because I, I was a listener before you guys got suckered into. I mean, you asked me to be on the show. Yeah. Um, and there's episodes that I would love to listen to, but it wasn't available on the yeah. iTunes and the website. So yeah. I would like access to that as well. Yeah. Well, uh, and we did try to release, I know some of the uh, interviews at least were released uh, on classic shows. And I think most yep. of the classic shows are up. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, I'll try and throw all of them up there. I don't know if I'll do that in the next couple of weeks or not, but Yay. I'll try. I'll try. Great idea, John Stone. Yep. Yep. Yep, so I'll do it. Um, um, go ahead. Uh, why don't you read what Paul had to write in? So, Paul, he said, what's up, Sci-Fi Diners? I just wanted to say thank you for the Contact Rewind episode. It was one of my favorite movies and was lots of fun to hear other fans talk about their favorite parts. I think we can all agree that the world is a little emptier without Carl Sagan. Totally agree. Amen. To provide a little feedback, I wanted to comment on the Ender's Game movie. As a huge fan of the Ender Games, Ender's Game universe, I was extremely excited for the movie. I've read the entire Ender's Game series, the Ender's Shadow series, and the prequel material written by Card and Johnston. In short, I am crazy for Ender's Games. I was very pleased with the movie. Though it departs from the original storyline in certain areas, I found that it to be acceptable, given the other virtues of the movie. Asa Butterfield did an exceptional job portraying Ender Wigan. His emotions were believable and gripping, and his reaction to the final twist revelation was outstanding. Much like, the, much like Ender from the book, Ender from the movie won my heart fairly quickly. I thought the essence of the story was presented very accurately as well. Um, one gets the clear impression that the Ender is, capa is a capable commander and at the same time that he is a creature of immense compassion. Finally, the battle room was absolutely beautiful. Seriously, so beautiful. There were two different scenes in the battle room that nearly brought me to tears, tears of hysterical joy. So in conclusion, from a rabid fan of the Ender's Games franchise, I recommend the movie. P.S. Love you, Sci-Fi Diners. Thank you for all the good times. Signed, Paul. Oh, we love you too. Yeah, thank you, Paul. By the way, yeah, I think that's one of the uh, first positive reviews we've gotten, except for Jim Arrowwood. <laughs> people have been people have dogged this movie, and uh, I'm glad to hear someone's excited about this movie. It's very cool, and funny enough that Carl Sagan, you know that um, Cosmos is coming back. I saw, and it's Seth MacFarlane is bringing it back. That's awesome. Even his pet project. I'm so excited. The preview that was on the Super Bowl. Um, I watched all the commercials. I didn't watch the game. Um, it was <laughs> so exciting. Very cool. Now, what's that? Do we know what, like, what it's airing on? And is it just going to be a rehash of the old? Or what is it? I want to say that it's Fox. That I could be wrong. And I think it starts up in March. Um, Cosmos. Thank you, Internet. Uh, yeah. Official site. Blah, blah, blah. Cosmos TV series. Ah, oh, dag nabbit. I'm not finding it. But someone will, and someone will correct me. And that would yeah. be great, because our fans are awesome. They are. They are. And they keep us on our toes. But I do appreciate yeah. his feedback, and I'm glad that he liked Contact as well. Any comment, Miles? I'm glad he enjoyed our Contact review. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is the first I've heard that uh, um, 
Oh shoot! The, 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 that, that's it. that show is saying uh, Cosmos is coming back. So yeah. that, that'll be. I heard rumors about it. I think about a year ago, two years ago, that they were doing it. But I'm glad to see it's finally. I was like, oh, they talked about it, and then they there's no remake. I don't see any remake coming. But apparently, I was just a little bit ahead of the time. So there's I'm a. Gonna... I did find a quick article here that it looks like it's so it's hitting Fox. Um, it's kind of funny. The, one of the biggest surprises apparently has to do with the guy who helped create Greenlight, the series by Fox, Seth MacFarlane, creator of Family Guy, the Fox cartoon. Um, it shouldn't be all surprising because they always poke fun at scientists and it's the scientifically challenged. There's this, a neat little article, and we're going to see our favorite Pluto killer, Neil deGrasse Tyson, on there. Doctor. Doctor Planet Killer. <laughs> I'm not bitter. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. All right. Well, Miles, why don't you take us into our next piece of listener feedback? Sure, I'll be happy to. So this is from our listener Scott. Uh, greetings and salutations from the charter member of the Sci-Fi Dodgers blacklist. <laughs> First off, well, I'm just stunned reading this. Star Trek still sucks. <gasps> Although I will admit, like it had excellent character development. And the action, actions of the characters had consequences, both good and bad. They were felt beyond the episode that those actually happened. Plus, it had an overarching story to the whole series. However, Deep Space Nine is the exception when it comes to Star Trek, and not the rule enough for that. <laughs> oh, Scott, we have to talk. <laughs> I, <girl>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love this show. I've watched it since the beginning. I have come to expect that from the show, I have no idea what was going on. I was guessing the whole episode it had an ending to the episode that was satisfying and set up in the whole new season. Highly recommend the show. It's, it's really good writing and acting. Since I do not give out spoilers, this is all I'm going to say about it. Uh, however, I will add that the premise of Lost Girls off the beaten path, which I like, it does, not, it does contain some situations that are adult. I would not recommend this show for those who are easily offended or those with younger children as it has some very adult themes to it. Let's stop there. M, 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 you're watching Lost girl right oh yeah i love that i love this show. and do you, do you agree with his assessment of it oh yeah this is not a kid show <laughs> definitely it's not a kid show there's some serious adult themes in this film in this tv show there's a lot going on some of it's really dark some of it's really creepy um it is it is an excellent excellent show oh very good and, and miles you aren't watching lost girl are you i thought you had watched some of it I, I I check out the the, the pilot, but okay. I didn't uh, keep on. Okay. It's just give it give it three episodes. Yeah. Give it three episodes, and then I think you'll dig it. Yeah, just what I need another another show to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Miles, go on. Uh, the show Bitten. It was interesting. Not sold on yet. I will tune in to see how it goes. I am intrigued by it, but not sold on it just yet. <laughs> they need to to up the weird and build more depth with the characters to hold my attention. I respond to characters that are interesting. There's potential for it, so I'll keep watching for now. Although m- most Monday nights are, are so full for me, I easily get the axe. I'm not going to give up Lost Girl Castle on the blacklist. So that means the new sci-fi uh, type shows on CBS is not, not even going to get a chance because it's on Monday night opposite Castle on the blacklist. The DVR can only record two shows. Oh, so it sucks to be that yeah. show, right? I know. Yeah, did uh, I see a few things I am enjoying? Yeah, did you uh, did you uh, did anyone watch Bitten here? No, but it has the it has the it has the girl from um, she was Superman's cousin, Kara. Is that right? And she was also in V, the reboot. 
she was in Smallville. She was yeah. in V the reboot. And that girl has one. She can't. She can act one way out of a bag. And that's <laughs> you know Sally McBlondiecern. She's gorgeous. She's a stunning figure. She does great stunts. She does a lot of it herself, from what I understand. But I'm not really that excited. Yeah. It's yeah. on the Hulu. That is. Eclipse. Um, well, maybe I'll have to check it out. I don't know. We'll see. Miles, Miles, go ahead. And lastly, a few things I am enjoying. I just started a rewatch of the TV show Farscape. I'm curious what you all might think of Farscape, if you have talked about it. Um, Scott, we did do a show a couple of years ago um, on Farscape with um, uh, uh, Keith R.D. Candido and um, uh, Kevin Batchelder. Um, so we, did, we sort of did review that um Oh, gosh, about three or four years ago. I'm not remembering it right at the moment. Secondly, I started reading The uh, Wretched of uh, Your World by Jeff Wheeler. It was an excellent fantasy now written by somebody who was not trying to emulate Tolkien with plot or style. I've had enough of Tolkien knockoffs. There's so much uh, fantasy literature out there that has been given undermanship because they're taking too many cues from Tolkien instead of creating your own unique story. Anyway, back to the book. As a really fascinating female lead character named Leah who reminds me of an untouchable from India yet strives for something more and believes there is something greater for her life. She lives in a monastery type of place with people who look down on her and treat her poorly, yet she, she, has, she has this curiosity to her that gets her into trouble, and by association, her friend in trouble who wishes that Leah would just mind her own business. It's, it is the first book of a trilogy, even though I'm only 40 pages in, I have uh, bought the, the, the two sequels. That is it for now. Thank you for blacklisting me. I, I like it. Like it in the dark, it means you can't see what I've been doing what that waitress of yours? <laughs> the core what? Is, is mother. The core is father. Watch Babylon Flies if you want to know what that means. Star Trek sucks. Scott somewhere in Iowa on the blacklist. <laughs> oh, Scott, man. Scott, I'm going to make you, sure. You broke my heart. <laughs> Every hamburger you order from the diner <laughs> will somehow test gravity. <laughs> Oh, oh man! <laughs> oh, Johnny You just leave our waitresses alone. That's all we're saying. <laughs> I'm gonna send over to like, some, some giant guauld for a waiter. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I guess it does say something when he's reading a book and of a fantasy series. Forty pages into the first book, and says, "I gotta have the sequels to this." Yeah. I mean, uh, it says something about the, the way the story is capturing. I have not heard of this book. Anyone here hear of this? Mm-mm. This is new to me, too. Yeah. But it's something that maybe I'll have to check out. Right now, I'm in some stuff that has have some has some Tolkienist elements to it. I think Dune certainly has that in the world building. And um, and uh, I think uh, certainly uh, Wheel of Time series has a very Tolkien feel to it. But this sounds like something that's a little bit more fresh. And as far as Farscape goes, I have watched Farscape, I think, up to the middle of season two. And I never finished it. And I know, M, M, you are not a Farscape fan. Is that correct? I'm not. I tried. I just I just don't care. Mm. I'm not the audience for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gave it I, I gave it about a season myself. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, I just couldn't keep up with it. You know what? There, there were memorable characters in it. Certainly, I liked the characters. I liked. I don't even remember. Like, um, the, the the main two characters were great, and uh, and there were some storylines I liked. It just didn't hold me overall. And maybe it's dated a little bit, too dated for me. I don't know. But 
Anyways. Well, J.P. Harvey wrote in and said this. What a great idea to hijack the podcast and do a variation on the rewind. My wife and I love Babylon 5 and bought the series on DVD years ago. We had no idea when we started watching it based on the recommendation of some of our geek friends just how large, in-depth, and relevant the show would be. As with our guest hosts, I highly recommend the show to anyone who loves great science fiction. Just watch it. That includes you, Scott. (laughs) Back to the rewinds in the absence of regular classic rewinds movies or television i hope to see this feed hijacked a little bit more often thanks so much for raul and jim for a wonderful addition to one of my favorite podcasts so they like the hijack That's yeah yeah either that or they're saying come on guys you we just need a hijack because we don't want to hear you guys anymore no i don't think he's he's not saying that at all jpr is great yeah he's he's but um but any any anyway, um, what what was that? I was gonna say I think probably uh, those of our listeners are Babylon Five fans. Yeah, want us to know. Yeah, we well, you know. Um, join the party with them. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, we are planning. I know we have planned to do a little bit, uh, some more uh, sci-fi uh, rewinds in the future, a little bit more than consistently than we have, and um, so we will be bringing that back a little bit more if you like the rewinds. So. But we did. We went for a while without doing any rewinds at all. So, but we I like are, the rewinds. They're fun. They are fun. They are fun. I think we have space balls up as our next one. So. <gasps> Exciting! I know. So we're gonna have fun with I that love one. That movie. Yeah. I skipped school to go see that when it came out. <laughs> oh my! Sorry, mom. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. I know. <laughs> um, go ahead. And this is the uh, last uh, email that we got. We got a nice little note from Dobermeer, which is a very cool name, BT-dub. Um, oh, guys, come on. I think Once Upon a Time is unique, and everything you consider to be wrong with it is what makes it incredible. Kudos to the writers who come up with these plots. Yeah, I know we were we were dogging on it, and I know we had some love, people that had love toward this show, and... Uh, you know, I like the first season, but what I've heard of the second season just hasn't done nothing for me. The, this, the, the episode to come back from, and I don't even know if it aired on Sunday or if it's airing next Sunday, but to come back from the break, I I said that I broke up with it, but I watched it through the first half of the season, and they really got to grab me on this next episode, or we are really broken up. I took it back, but we'll see. It's yeah. just so much, and it's so dark, and some of it's really just very trite. Yeah. Yeah, so, hey, if you are watching Once Upon a Time and want to defend Once Upon a Time to us, we are more than willing to listen. Just putting that out there. We're more than willing to listen. Well, well, guys, we had a bunch of shows just returned from hiatus over the Christmas break and holiday season. Um, what shows uh, stuck out to you is that you're watching? Um, Miles, why don't you go first? Give me one show that came back and you loved the way it came back. Oh, easy. Um, Arrow. Um, just, um, you know, love that... Uh, We'll be seeing the birth of Flash soon, I think. And, um, you know, the uh, all the stuff going on with Roy. Um, but, yeah, that was, that was one show 
I was just uh, really happy to see back. Well, let's Roy. talk. Let, let's talk about Arrow. So Roy, Roy Harper, who okay. is he supposed to be as far as superhero character? If I remember in the comics, um, he was, you know, Green Arrow's, you know, um, you know, sidekick. I think he was the, you know, the Red Arrow or something. Um, I remember watching Young Justice, and there was a, you know, there was a Roy Harper character um, in Young Justice. So they are following the comics. Um, as far as at least the characters go, I think you're right. And in fact, this shoot doesn't he sh- doesn't Green Arrow shoot a Red Arrow to get his attention? So, so that kind of well, that, there is one. I don't know. I don't know if it was Red, but he does. They does shoot him in the leg to kind of um, temporarily incapacitate him for a little while. No, but it was like he like the money shoots to get a message to him. I think he shoots a Red Arrow into the wall. Okay, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I've been really, Arrow, Arrow has been phenomenal. I've just been enjoying the show. It is solidly written. The twists and uh, the villains that they bring in are, oh, they're just great. I, you know, I just, uh, I don't have any, there's nothing I'm not liking about the show. To me, this remains one of the best shows in television out there right now. But, oh, yeah. Well, so, yeah. Em, how about you? Give me a show that you, that's really hitting you right now. Almost human knocked it out of the park in the first couple of minutes. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect, and it's one of those great stories that you're. You, I kept watching, and I was watching, and I wasn't paying attention to the timer. And when I realized, I, I didn't realize the end was there until it ended, and I was a little surprised. And you know, you get that feeling of ah, oh, but then you get the feeling of I can't wait till next week. I they knocked it. They knocked it clearly, perfectly. It was what I expected from them, and I was very pleased. Although recently I met someone who found it to be very contrived, and so I'm watching. I'm going to start watching it a little differently. But I, I think I like, I think I like the lightness, the light sci sci ness of it. You know, you kind of need that balance of light sci-fi between heavy sci-fi because if all our shows are dark and heavy, I mean, that kind of saps that kind of saps you out a while. So it does. And, you know, and I, I wouldn't call it popcorn like some people. Yeah. Um, Not to mention names. Um, I, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's smart enough. I don't think it's over smart. I don't think it's under smart. I think I'm not whelmed. I'm, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not underwhelmed. I'm whelmed. But You're just whelmed. I love it. I really do. Yeah. yeah. And there's robots. Yeah. Robots. Yeah. And, and funny robots. But. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, I didn't watch this past week's episode, but is this the one where there's like robot and robot fighting each other? Yes, there's a yeah. whole new super double secret scary robot that nobody knew about. Oh, uh, that's good, awesome! I can't wait to see it. I'm behind, so but can't wait to see it. As far as what I'm watching, when, go ahead. And then when Batman comes along, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. When they start sacrificing babies, I'm so there. <laughs> but, um, what I'm watching, other than that, uh, Agents of Shield. Uh, still watching it, still loving it, loving the the whole. I love the the last episode I saw. I think this was the last one that aired. Is the one with um, where they discovered that that there that's, that there's more to Sky than we're seeing. So is that is that the most recent episode? I think the new ones start today, no? Yeah, I think you're right. So anyways, so the one with Sky where they kind of the shield was kind of protecting and I people were right. and people were dying, dying for 
for was kind of a. Um, I really enjoyed that episode. It was one of my oh, favorite. That episode, episode was heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, it was. You knew she didn't want to know that, but you knew she had to know it. And I, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm sad for her, but I'm also yeah. impressed at her and her the character that she just keeps going. And so we'll we'll know how far she's going to be able to go in the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. So that that that's going real well. And then they had that whole double storyline going on with what was happening on uh, what was going on at the Science Shield Academy. Um and that was that was that was also kind of cool. Kind of freaky. I was yelling at the TV, "Get out of the pool! Get out of the pool!" I know, right? <laughs> that was a little I was a little disappointed. Like, really? You're going to do the whole pool is going to freeze thing? Yeah. Been there. Yeah, but it, but it was, but it still made me, still caused me to interact. So, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But, uh, Miles, you, you, watch, you watching Walking Dead, did that come back yet? That comes back this weekend. Uh, yes. So. Okay. So that's, that's on the docket to come back. Yeah. And, uh, what's up with Big Bang there? I heard James Earl Jones showed up. Oh, oh he, he, yes, he was uh, last Thursday's episode, and uh, he was just—he was a hoot. Yeah, and and, and Carrie Fisher made a cameo appearance in there too. Oh, in the same one. That's 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 right. Yeah. That's right. That's the one, and I had to, that, I'm behind. Yeah. No, I'm like two episodes. I'm I'm like one or two episodes. I'm this. I'm the return from hiatus behind. Yeah, I saw the last one. Okay. So this is the return from hiatus episode with all the Star Wars goodness. Yeah. I will have. I'll actually watch it tonight once we're done. Yeah. So it's sounds uh sounds like one that I really should have caught and didn't. But no, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't because I'm not watching Big Bang Theory. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm still holding out. Fail. <laughs> yeah. Epic fail. <laughs> Any anything else? You, anything else you guys are watching sci-fi related? <laughs> Says Scott. Um, says Scott. Switching the subject real fast. <laughs> no, we aren't. But I'm sure there's something you'd like us to segue to, Scott. No, no, I don't. I don't have anything else okay. to segue. Anyone watching Intelligence? I know that that's out. Mm, yeah, no, yeah, no, not plus. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have a lot else that I'm watching. Yeah. I'm excited for Ro- for RoboCop coming. Yeah. I'm excited for um uh what else is coming up this spring? Captain America. Captain America. Looking all amazing. Um that whole it's just beautiful. Those the I think the last um trailer that came out, it's gorgeous. How to Train yeah. Your Dragon 2? Oh yeah, that'll be fun. That's adorable. The trailers for that are very cute. Yeah. I have a soft spot for Toothless. Yeah. Absolutely. I like critters with attitude, like Stitch. Yeah. How about Miles? Anything for you coming out? As far as movies, um, I'm looking forward to RoboCop and. Uh, oh yeah, we've got that. Yeah. I'm trying to think. There's. Yeah, that's coming out. I guess May. Maybe. Sometime. When does Warehouse yeah. start back up? Is that April? Warehouse 13. That that probably won't be back till June. Oh yeah, it <gasps> might be out there. I missed me some Warehouse 13. Yeah. We need to savor it too. It's the last season. I know, I know. It's partial season. Yeah. Sci-fi is dumb. That's right. That's right. You heard it here. <laughs> sci-fi is I will dumb. Never ever work on sci-fi ever. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. all right. Well, hey, I believe that is about it. Unless we have anything, anything else you guys want to talk about? Are we good? 
No, I well actually I was gonna see um because I am playing uh, Guild Wars two a lot and got my character up to five thousand achievement points, yo. Nice. Um, in under a year. Uh, I was looking to see who else listens that plays. It would be fun to run around uh, the world of Tyria and squish critters. Yeah. It would be fun. Yeah, so... Uh, message me. Well, yeah, why don't you also post it on uh, Facebook that you... Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll put it on the Facebook feed. We have so a Facebook page to communicate with our fans? That we do. Awesome. We do. And we'll tell you the details of that in as we exit the show here. But you can go to facebook.com backslash sci-fi diner. I think that'll get you there. But. Um, well, I believe that's about it. We appreciate you tuning in. If you want to share your thoughts about your, what you're watching, listening to, or whatever, uh, if you just want a dog on Star Trek, <clears throat> not mentioning names, Scott, um, no. you can do so by uh, by writing in or calling in to any of the uh, at, at any of the mediums and avenues that we have that are going to be mentioned here at the end of the show. I believe that is about it. Miles, take it away. All right. Till next time. Good night. We will see you. Do your dailies. Thank you so much for visiting the Sci-Fi Diner. We hope you enjoyed the food and the service and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, or tell us what you're watching or reading, flip open your communicators and contact us at 1-888-508-4343. Or... Click the SpeakPipe link at scifidinerpodcast.com or send an MP3 or typed email to scifidinerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash scifidiner. We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show. If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation, you can always throw some coins in the tip jar at sci-fi diner podcast.com